Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And a good Saturday morning and a happy International Raccoon Appreciation Day. We'll have more on that later. Well, we finally got what seems to be some real fall weather along the Great Gulf Coast. Of course, uh, our thoughts and prayers go over to the east of Florida, you know, for the absence of a early cool front this uh, could have been a very different radio program this morning and i know they're picking up the pieces over there the marinas and the, the fishermen and uh, they will be back but going to take a little bit of time we've been through it before on this side of the gulf for sure well also coming up more this morning we're going to talk about a citizen sciences fishing collection day that's all a mouthful, but it's going on at Bayou Tesh National Wildlife Refuge. Get started at 8 o'clock this morning. I'll have some details. It's going to be free, fun, and a very interesting event, especially if you want to bring the kids along. A couple things this morning I'd like you to tell me about. First, I made that flounder kayak trip with the Mississippi Flounder Master, the Weave, and also one of our field reporters, Captain Eric Mohabarak. Uh, he's going to be reporting, by the way, from the Falling Tide Tournament going on. That's put on by the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. They'll be down there looking for that slam. Well, we managed to put 21 keeper flounders. We'll tell you how we did it, and we'll be looking for you to tell us your favorite flounder recipe. You can text that to me, 504-260-1870. Also next week, that long-awaited recommended change in Louisiana speckled trout regulations may be voted on at the upcoming Thursday Department of Wildlife and Fishery Commission meeting in Baton Rouge. We're not sure what the new creel limit or size limits will be talked about and voted on. The Coastal Conservation Association is reaching out to its members and recreational fishermen asking to support a reduction in the daily limit from 25, where it is 25, to 15, but not a change from the current 12-inch minimum size. Do you agree with that, or would you like to see a different change in size or in creel limit? Or do you want to see no change in the present speckled trout regs, which is 25 fish per person, minimum of 12 inches? You get a two-for-one text today. I want your best flounder recipe, and also what is your recommendation on Louisiana speckled trout regulations, if any changes. Teal season's come and gone. How was yours? Mine was pretty fair. Uh, today, by the way, is opening day of the archery season for deer. Uh, probably some of the best weather you could ever hope for, some of the best weather I can remember for opening day in a long time. We also have the opening of the small game seasons, rabbit and squirrel. Uh, conditions pretty good, at least for the early part of the morning, to get out there and turn the hounds loose and get them barking and get those beagles going after those bunnies. Well, the red snapper season has come and gone, but not before five more fishermen 
was cited for over the limit. They're going to be today's bad boys of the outdoors. Coastal Marine forecast, if you're headed out there today, got a gorgeous-looking day. Could be a little breezy, though, especially offshore. They're asking small craft to exercise caution. It's not a small craft warning. It's simply a caution. We're looking at northwest winds 10 to 15, 2 to 4 feet. Going to be a little bumpy out there. Pretty much the same for tomorrow. On the interior lakes and bays, a little lighter. North and northwest winds at 5 to 10, a light chop. And then tomorrow, really nice. North winds, 5 to 10 in smooth conditions. Your average tide range, 1.6, so there's a lot of water rolling. And who pulled the plug on the Mississippi River this week? 1.9 foot on the New Orleans gauge and continues to fall. They're even talking about building an underwater barrier to prevent the saltwater intrusion and we'll talk a lot more about that with ryan lambert we've talked to him in the past and it's a phenomenon that goes on we haven't seen it in quite a number of years due to high rivers but it's going on this year all right we got a lot of stuff to talk about 504-260-1870 that's our real-time text line shoot us a text who you are where you are what you got going on Love to hear from you. We also love to hear from Robbie Campo. He's in Shell Beach, and his fishing report is next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And I want to thank uh, Corey and the Worm and Justin and the Gentilly Refuge and Ed in Alabama and all the anonymous. I only have phone numbers for some. For your text messages, we'll get to those in a while. But first, let's head down to Shell Beach, Campo's Marina, talk to Robbie Campo. And, Robbie, if uh, you were like me watching that devastation and that track of that storm, Ian, uh, this week uh, brought back some real bad memories, huh? Oh, yeah, Don. I know some people down there that uh, really got tore up with this uh with this hurricane, and uh, and you know, thoughts and prayers go to them and their families. But uh, I tell you what, I, I, you know, if we didn't have that front, I thought that thing was just going to come suck right up the river, you know. But you know, that front helped us out here, and um, you know, I hate to see anybody get it, but uh, I'm glad we didn't get it. I could tell you that because I didn't pick up enough things around here and hauled enough things up the highway and. And so did everybody else, and we needed we needed a break. That's all I could say. We needed a break. Well, that front certainly provided one for us. Uh, well, Robbie, what's it look like now? By the way, what about I was thinking about your, your turkey hunting spot over there in Florida. Did it get, take on a, a storm surge, or is it going to be okay for this coming spring? <laughs> I don't know if they got any feathers left on those birds. <laughs> I yeah, I tell you what, there was some white knuckled, there was some white knuckled turkeys hanging on those palm trees. Uh, uh, I'll, gar- I'll guarantee you. <laughs> uh, but I tell you, Don, uh, you know we had that strong front come through this week. Hardly any fish caught. Uh, Monday was the last day that any fish, any amount of fish were caught. Um, and you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, was just blowing and it was just, you know, that nasty conditions out of the North. So anyway, yesterday we had some light winds start, you know, come back out of the Northeast, um, where they found clean water yesterday, they caught fish, um, over on the Eastern shoreline of Lake Bourne yesterday was good, uh, up in the Biloxi Marsh, um, you know, fall fishing is officially here. So, you know, up up in uh, uh, Pete Lagoon and, um, you know, Muscle Bay area, Stump Lagoon, all that was pretty good areas yesterday for speckled trout. Um, I would suspect it, if it if the water cleaned up in Lake Eugene, Lake Eugene's going to be good. Um, but I, I don't know if the water is going to be clean in there today because 
we got a seven miles an hour northeast wind here this morning. So, but I think that you know water did cool down. So it, usually when it cools down like this, it'll clean up a lot faster than it does when it stays hot for some reason. I don't know why the dirt settles a lot faster. But I think if you head in those areas this morning, you should catch some fish over there. And Robbie, what about a bait situation? Uh, has this? Uh cool front affected the shrimp or they made the move out or are you still bringing shrimp in oh no no no. we've got plenty so if you're coming down this morning and today's your day to fish if saturday's your day to fish hook the left at the bridge because we've got plenty live bait here all right anything else you need to add well uh our um uh ducks unlimited um banquet is going to be october the 6th if anybody wants to come do that at the valrice uh, Sports Center in Chelmet. You could. Uh, it's on the end of Palmazano Boulevard. If anybody wants to come to that on October the sixth, uh, doors go open at uh, six o'clock. So come on down and see us. All right, my friend. Enjoy this nice weather while we got it. Yes, sir. Talk to you next Saturday. Bye bye. All right, Robbie Campo down at Campos Marina in Shell Beach. All right, checking on our. Text messages coming in. Uh, let's see. Ed uh, from Wilmer, Alabama says, how many fishermen still use the Rapala original floating minnow? I certainly like that bait. Uh, it's a great topwater bait for trout, and a lot of people use it for freshwater. How do you pronounce it, Ed? Do you say Rapala or Rapala? I've heard it both ways. Kind of hard to do it on a text message, but maybe you can tell me if it's Rapala or Rapala. And Justin, listen to us over in the Gentilly Refuge uh, where the wildlife is active. He's offering prayers for Florida and South Carolina. I'm with you on that, Justin. I watched Bayou Wild TV this morning and said it was great. The photography, outstanding. South Dakota is beautiful. You got that right. And that was some gorgeous footing. That's some jaw-dropping stuff that uh, Chris Lecoq, our TV editor and producer, shot on that trip to our Cajun invasion of South Dakota. All right, we got Henry J. Uh, he's going to Long Beach for cruising the coast today. Oh, there's going to be a crowd over there with this weather. His favorite way for flounder is on the hook. That's, <laughs> that's a worm. All right, have fun with the Henry J. Uh, here's one from Alabama. says, bake the flounder, stuff with crab meat. Yes, indeed. That is a, a, an excellent recipe and one that a lot of people go for. I fried some of that flounder filets. Uh, I mean, good old original Louisiana fish fry night before last. I got to tell you, fried flounder is uh, pretty, pretty nice. But I got some with the pockets in them, so I'll be doing the stuff routine too. All right, Corey would like to see uh, Louisiana regulations on speckled trout changed to 16-inch minimum and 15 on the creel. Uh, that's a pretty good-sized trout to go up to, and, you know, I guess it's what everybody wants. If you're looking to produce more trophy trout but maybe fewer trout, yeah, I would say put a higher limit on them. But if you are interested in getting the numbers and, you know, keeping fish and bringing them back, uh, the 12-inch, there's a lot of people in support of that. So that's how things are done in a democracy. It's what the majority would like to see. And uh, the commission is going to have a tough time this coming Thursday on trying to please everyone since some people want fewer, bigger trout. Some people want lots of small trout. Some people want both, big trout and a lot of trout. That's what everybody would like, but uh, sometimes that doesn't work. Here's someone that says 25 trout, we keep that, 14 to 25 slot limit, and you can keep two over 23. That's similar to our redfish uh, setup. Not the same dimensions, but the same concept. 
All right, when we come back after this, we'll get to your text, 504-260-1870. Big decision. We've been waiting almost two years for this. Will it finally happen this coming Thursday? We'll have the results for you next Saturday morning. But this Saturday morning, time to do a little bit of conjecture. What would you like to see? CCA says stick with the 12-inch size but reduce the limit from 25 to 15 statewide. We're back right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And our Bass and Freshwater Report with Jeff Rule is brought to you by Pure Fishing, the distributors of Spiderwire, which is now the most abrasion-resistant conventional braided line with the introduction of their Dura braid. It's 25% tougher than conventional braids. You can get it in moss green from 6 to 80-pound test. And Dura braid, as its claim, is the toughest braided line in fishing. Produces stronger knots. An unequaled shock absorbency. I used it on the flounders, and uh, it's got that low stretch when you set the hook. Door braid. I love it. Check it out by Pure Fishing. Jeff Rule joins us now. And, uh, Jeff, let's, uh, let's start off uh, up northwest with the Red River. What, what has happened to the Red River up there? They recently had a tournament and pretty poor showing compared to what it used to be. Yeah, I think they had several years of flooding, and it put a lot of sand and silt and a lot of those oxbows and the pathways back to the oxbows where the fish were caught. It only took about 40 pounds for a three-day event, and in years past, it's, you had to have about 20 pounds a day to you know, get a check. But just the flooding itself, uh, it's been probably 10 years, and they've had some, like the rest of the river, some high periods. And that thing is loaded with sand and silt, and it just closes some of those places off. So we're hoping that we get some good spawn cycles and things turn around, and maybe in the next few years it'll come back. Maybe a little stocking from the wildlife and fishery will help too, but just overall the the fishing has been pretty poor up there. But, yeah, they still catch a few, but it's just not like it used to be. Yeah. Uh, Chafalaya Basin, uh, I crossed over there. Oh, I can't remember. I'm losing track of days. Recently, water was real, real low. I think they did a drawdown over there. How do you fish that area when the water's really low? I just, again, look for that clear water. Sometimes that's the key this time of year is that pretty green water, if you can find some of that, not the black water coming out of the swamp and where it's draining out of some of them older ponds. But, you know, hopefully the you know water temperatures is going to get a little lower now with this cooler weather, and that's going to help the bite because I think overall it's just been a tough bite because of, of the heat. But if you still want to flip and punch some of the highs and some of the reports I'm getting, it, you can get shallow and do a little flipping and punching around the uh, – hyacinth mats and cypress trees and you want to be around the lower areas around the flat lake and that part where the clean water is but like the red river you know all that high water has changed the areas and where you run and where you go so you have to kind of be careful but that's pretty much the tip is kind of go shallow around some of them hyacinth mats and jeff uh, recently you went down to venice uh tell us how that went it was kind of good and bad you know when i was headed down there we we're mainly going for bass but High winds kind of kept us from going down river, so we stayed at river to try. Uh, we caught like 13 different species. That's the good news. Bad news, we only caught five bass. But, yeah, the big tip for Venice, if you're just going down to fun fish, is to bring a bag of dead shrimp because that can help salvage your day. Uh, it's amazing how many catfish. You stop just about anywhere and drop a shrimp to the bottom, and it's not going to be but a few seconds when you get a bite. But, like I said, we caught flounder uh, no flounder but everything else but from catfish to stripers to redfish to, to to bass i think we even caught a pinfish and stingray i mean just amazing the things you catch down there 
Yeah, I've had some trips like that. Jeff, real quick, uh, Pearl, I crossed over yesterday. It's still a little high, but looks like it's fallen. What can you tell people fishing the Pearl this weekend? Uh, no, all the rivers are falling. They're going to start cleaning up and getting some good water color to them. We had not had rain. I think it's the dry September on record, so that tells you that rivers should be start to start to clean up pretty good, and we won't have to face all these flooded conditions. But you, you a little water temperature change, a little drop, so your spinner baits and crank baits work good to find fish, and then you slow down with you know some worms and stuff, flipping the banks and drains for uh, for fish. And like I said, we had a good tide range today, so you get some of them drains when the tide's falling, you can find a good good section of fishing bank. Yeah, and definitely water temperatures are going to be changing after a long, consistent summer. Def, talk a little bit about turnover. Uh, what is turnover, and what does that do to lakes, and how do you fish during a turnover, which we should be experiencing with these temperatures early, cool as they are in the mornings? We, we don't experience too much here because we have a lot of tidal water, but those bigger lakes, what happens is you have what they call a thermocline, and sometimes you can see it on your graph if you had it set just right. Usually you just have layers of different Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Water temperature and what happens when you get what they call a turnover, the, the cooler water on the bottom will flip up and drop that hotter water down. It just turns everything over like to say and you know the word says but it can make the fishing tough because it just makes the fish move you, know, you might be catching them one style one week and the next week they're totally different pattern but it just makes it hard to, to pinpoint the fish because it just moves them and it's just the, the turning of the temperature from one place in the water column to the other just turning it over got it jeff all good stuff uh what you doing on this beautiful saturday 
I'm actually building the bench for my son up in Nashville. I don't know if you can hear his dog in the background whining. I think they put him on a <laughs> diet, and he's, he's looking for me to feed him. Are you getting any of the remnants of Ian up there? Is it, is it gone that far west now that it's up north? No, it hadn't got it. No, I hadn't got up here. It's uh, pretty blue skies. It's a little colder up here, but uh, pretty weather, really pretty weather. Nice, comfortable weather. Yeah, they got those mountains there to kind of knock all that wind down. They get protected from them storms. It's uh, one of the beautiful things about living in that area. Well, Jeff, enjoy your visit, and uh, we'll catch up with you when you get back home, my friend. Thanks, Don. All right, see you then. Jeff Brule, our bass fishing and uh, freshwater field reporter. All right, got a lot of texts coming in. Uh, people are making their choices if they were the ones deciding on what Louisiana should do with the speckled trout regulations. We've been waiting a couple years now since the department has uh, concluded that we have a shortage of speckled trout. It's been overfished, and what do we do to turn that around? I'll go over those summer suggestions. Also, some recipes for flounders. Check my Facebook page. You'll see our kayak yak attack of the mississippi flounders we'll be back right after this all right thanks for joining us on this international raccoon appreciation day every year on this date october 1st uh the international raccoon appreciation day encourages people to learn more about raccoons and show some appreciation for them show them the love (laughs) it also encourages people to protect the raccoons natural habitat and there's some people that would argue they really don't appreciate raccoons especially if you're familiar with deer feeders all right uh, also we're asking you to text us on uh, two things your best flounder recipe we're going to talk more about our flounder trip that we caught uh, some flounders on the mississippi gulf coast with the Flounder master, we call him the Weave, and also Captain Eric Mahabarak. He's going to be down at Fallen Tide Tournament. He'll be calling in from there. But uh, we're also asking you, if you were to be on the Wildlife and Fisheries Commission and you were to make a decision on changing Louisiana speckled trout regulations due to overfishing, what would you do? Would you change the creel limit, the minimum size, both put in slot limits, uh, certain one fish over a certain size, how would you do it? You know, they, the, the, the reaction from recreational fishermen from all the surveys, they did public meetings across the state that I went to. I saw the results from emails that they sent out and just general uh, comments. 25 to 10 to 15, in other words, to go from 25 fish to 10 or 15, 70% of the recreational people were in favor of either somewhere between a 10 and a 15 limit reduction. Uh, 17%, which was the majority, to give you an idea of how spaced out the reactions were, uh, said keep it at 12 inches. But there were a lot that wanted to go to 13, 13 and a half, some as high as 16, some slot limits. So it's kind of all over the place on the minimum size. So we'll see what the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries commissioners, what their final decision is, if they, in fact, they do make a final decision. That will be coming Thursday. And we'll have it for you next Saturday morning. All right, we're going to be right back after this quick pause to get some some of your text messages. But first, we'll let our local stations identify themselves along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, here's some text messages coming in from my listeners. This one's from out in the Lafayette, I believe, area. It says, uh, I, oh, it's Jared. I support a 15-fish limit and 13-inch minimum, and the guides himself 
limit shouldn't count. I think what he means by that is uh, the God does not get a limit that he can contribute. In other words, if you had four people and you had a 15-fish limit, then that would be 60 fish. You can't include the guide. He will not get a limit. Um, a lot of people in favor of that. Here's one that says make your crab meat stuffing, then bake, and then place the flounder fillets on top and broil. It's simple and feeds the group. That's from our buddy, the Lafayette Yakka. Yakka, you down at Fallen Tide? That's a little different. Instead of stuffing the meat in the fish, you put the fish on top of the stuffing. Pretty unique idea. Uh, yeah, he says he is. He's down at Grand Isle for the Fallen Tide. We're going to have a report coming from there soon. Uh, here's a text from a Mississippi listener that says, I say... Follow the science, have a 14-inch size limit, because at 14-inch, 100% of the trout are sexually mature. I believe, I'm not sure if it's 100%, but the vast majority are actually sexually mature at 12. That's why it was set at 12 inches, and I can vouch for that. I've caught a lot of 12-inch trout and cleaning them had eggs in them, but, um, you know, I guess at 14-inch, you could go to 14 if you want to keep more of those smaller fish in. Uh, CCA argues that by increasing the size limit, it could actually skew the catch to females. I know that's true of flounders. Anything over 12 inches is pretty much a female. So when you put in those minimums, which Mississippi has done on flounders, you kind of skew the catch to taking out your broodstock, the females. It could be counterproductive. Anyway, very interesting stuff. All right, David, he's in Sims, Alabama. When he lived in Portland, Texas, near Corpus, for three years, the slot is 16 to 28 inches, five fish a day. And, man, I was able to go to any bank or pier on the bay side and all the canals, cut through the private subdivisions for boat slips for the residents. I could throw my soft plastic, and I where'd the rest of it go? <laughs> well, I think we have to find the rest of your text to get to the answer. All right, we got daughter number one. You've heard of Cherie. She's been a co-host on this show uh, Quite often, she's headed with the dogs to Top Flight Preserve to work their German shorthairs, and she's thankful for a little cooler weather. You, know, you think you're thankful. What about those dogs? They love it, too. Uh, here's a text. says, I think charter captains should be regulated on speckled trout numbers to 15 and one trip a day. The average Louisiana sportsman goes fishing maybe 12 times a year. You know, some of the data, and I don't know about the accuracy of it, but they say that the average speckled trout catch in Louisiana is between two and three fish. So a lot of people are saying, well, you cut to 15 or even 10, what are you accomplishing when not many people are catching them? But I'm not sure who they're surveying and how accurate that could be. Here's one that says a 15 creel limit, 12-inch minimum, but only keep one over 20 inches. All right, we got lots more texts coming in. If you want to get in, it's 504-260-1870, and we'll be back to talk to you about more of these uh, speckled trout issues, also get some flounder recipes. You want to see a picture of uh, those flounders, go to my Facebook page, and you'll see we got them laid out in the sandy beach for you. We're going to talk more about that. And also I'm going to tell you about that Bayou Tesh Citizen Science Fish Collection, going to be starting in a few hours We'll tell you how to get involved right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, we're talking about a number of things uh, with you. If you'd like to contribute, it's 504-260-1870. That's our Into the Studio text line. We're talking about flounder recipes. I'm looking for those. We're also asking for your choices. If you could pick uh, Louisiana's changing regulations for speckled trout, 
Uh, currently, except for out west where it's 15, it's 25 fish per person, which is very, very liberal and generous with a 12-inch minimum. Uh, that has actually caused some overfishing uh, for a number of reasons, not just because of that limit in size and creel. But the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries has been planning to take some action, some regulatory changes. What would you like to see? A bigger minimum size, maybe a slot limit, maybe a maximum on over a certain size. And what about the reduction in the total number of fish? Love to hear from you. 504-260-1870. All right, Bayou Tesh National Wildlife Refuge uh, is going to have um, what they call a citizen science fish collection activity. It's going to be held on the refuge at Scooter Pond. All the fish species are caught are going to be recorded. Bass, uh, crappie, sockele, whatever you want to call them, uh, will be measured on a small in a small bone. It's called an otolith is removed and sliced, and what that provides is the age of the fish. And all this information is going to be used to determine what types of fish are there, how healthy the pond is, so they welcomes the public to come out to Scooter Pond, catch some fish, and help them Enjoy a fishery for everyone to enjoy. It begins at 8 o'clock, and it ends at noon today. Uh, this is off Alice Sea Road. It's about one-tenth of a mile south of Alice Sea Road in the Highway 90 underpass. It's pretty easy to find and buy you Tesh. All the regulations apply. Just bring your fishing pole and a chair to sit on. They will have a limited number of poles, bait, and some fishing information available. You can see one of the facilitators there. It's going to start at 8 o'clock by Utah National Wildlife Refuge. All right, back to our text board. This one says, good morning, Don. That pheasant parmesan a la carte bayou on Bayou Wild TV look fantastic. I've been thinking of trying that Sal's Red Gravy for a while, and I think you just convinced me to give it a shot. Looking forward to the LSU-Auburn game. Go Bayou Bengals. That's David Hubble, uh, chapter uh, president of Bayou Wild Fan Club. He's also uh, uh, kind of a stranded LSU fan over there in Alabama, but uh, yeah, it should be a good game. And yeah, that uh, recipe he's talking about is on the current airing of uh, a Bayou Wild TV show. Uh, we did a, a Cajun invasion trip out to South Dakota, and uh, this one is called South Dakota the Beautiful and shows the Badlands National Park, Custer State Park, and uh, also did a little bit of cooking with the pheasant Carl Byers recipe that he gave me. And actually, I use uh, some of uh, Sal's uh, red gravy. It, uh, I kind of cheated. I didn't cook it from scratch. It's out of the jar, and uh, you can try that out. All right, we have this one says with regard to the fishery. First and foremost, importantly, I would curb the pogie boat industry, which is harming our fishery. Then I would keep the 12-inch limit but reduce the daily catch to 15 with no guide catch for the charters. Uh, that's pretty much uh, where the CCA is, is, is falling on this issue. Uh, uh, here's that's uh, Davey and Lacombe who sent that message to us. All right, here we have this one that says, Don, do you think daughter number one will take over your show when you're done? She's a natural, almost as good as you. That's from the worm. Well, I got to tell you, uh, it's called evolution, and she's a lot better than me at a lot of things. But I don't think taking over a radio show is in her retirement plans when she leaves the engineering business. All right, we got Shane uh, up in Washington Parish headed to his stand with his bow looking for his very first deer kill. Good luck to you, Shane. Shoot straight, and you got some great weather to do it. All right, here's one again. This one, now this is out of Alabama. Since most males only get to around 13 inches, 
and keep the same size and limit, but just lower the amount you're allowed to keep to five fish. That is a very hard and controversial topic between the licensed recreational guys, commercial and fishing guides, and biologists. I wouldn't want to be the one to make the call changing it because no matter what, some group is going to hate you. Love your show. Long time texting listener, a long time listener, first time texting in. Well, don't be a stranger. Text us. Uh, you, made, you made a very good point there, and I'm agreeing with you. I would not want to be in their shoes. There's a lot of ways to change it, and you can't make everyone happy. Uh, here's one that says they should change the limit from 25 to 15 with a 15-inch minimum size. And uh, Catch Cormier's texting in. Catch used to be one of our reporters for a number of years. The Fly Fishers International Golf Council supports a 14-inch minimum. And no, a 14-inch minimum does not greatly skew towards female-only trout. That's uh, Catch. He's up in Cotille, Louisiana, these days. Good to hear from you, Catch. All right, if you want to get in on it, 504-260-1870. Again, this is still, I think, a democracy, and the majority should rule, and the commissioners have been had their ears burned by a lot of people telling them what they would like to see. And you can, you're entitled to your opinion. Tell me what you think. How many fish should be we able to keep per day in Louisiana, and what minimum size should be placed on them? 504 504- Two six zero one eight seventy. Still looking for those flounder recipes. Yeah, I got a mess of flounder. I'm a lucky guy. All right, we come back after this. We'll get to some more of your texts, and also we're going to check in with Captain Darrell Carpenter to get your Grand Isle fishing report next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, and Darrell Carpenter of RealScreamers.com joins us. And Darrell, you may as well get in on the conversation around the Grand Isle area. What is the uh, choice that most people are talking about? They'd like to see the changes in the fishing regulations for speckled trout this coming Thursday. Well, Don, the, the biggest thing is around this area is any increase in size limit is going to do nothing but increase the release mortality. And, you know, L.A., they've been spouting for years that L.A. Creole is able to do basin-specific, and I think maybe that's what they need to try. Um, I mean, let's face it. You get anywhere between April and September, any any trout you throw back here is not making it. The release mortality is almost 90 to 100% because they're getting eaten by a dolphin or a shark. Um, so, you know, there's real concern about the release mortality. Everybody's okay with bringing the numbers down a little bit. You know, if we need to bring them down to 15 or so. But, you know, there's real there's real reservation about raising up the number of fish we throw back into the water. So, you know, um, L.A. Creole, they say they can do it based on specific. You know, trying to build every everything that I've ever done since I started fishing, whether it be bass in the spin at Chapelot Spillway, whether it, you look at the Lake Charles situation. If you, for the people that want to try to use this to build a trophy fishery, you can't do that in an open estuary. Those fish leave, you know, and everything is proven that on an open estuary, you can't build a trophy fishery. So I, I got mixed feelings on it. I think we need to do something, nothing real drastic. Dale, you're also very involved with Louisiana Charter Boat Association. What is the consensus, if there is one, among charter captains about eliminating charters, uh, being able to keep their own bag limit, and also the reduction in the limit for their customers? We're updating. We're, we're updating the survey currently. I think those results will finalize Monday. 
it appears that the majority of captains, the, the majority of the member captains are okay with bringing it down to 15 or so. That is, there's, there's a big debate on the size limit, and a lot of that seems to be base and specific, like I just described to you. But they're okay with dropping it down to 15. They think the guy in the industry can survive on that. And, you know, surprisingly, and having done experienced the offshore stuff myself, a lot of the guides are okay with having something in writing saying that if you're on a paid charter, the guy can't keep his limit. And I guess that's just because they want something to fall back on instead of, you know, instead of them having to tell it themselves while the next guy is keeping a guy's limit. Um, I just, I would like to see some real assurances in there that that doesn't get expanded into a family trip or into a purely recreational trip. Mm -hmm. You know, Dow, you bring up a good point about the the different habitats, and certainly the east and the western parts of the state are different habitats than what you have there in Grand Isle. And typically fish, even shrimp, shrimp are earlier in Grand Isle, fish are smaller in Grand Isle because of the habitat. They get bigger on the eastern and western ends. Perhaps maybe a zone, three different zones on on minimum size might be, be able to satisfy some people. Yeah, I mean, I understand it's more regulation for them i understand when it comes to enforcement it's more enforcement it's more education to educate the people about where they are but you know that was like i said that was one of the big things under the Pausina administration with randy and all of them that la krill was going to be able to do basin specific stuff and we know it can so i think looking at this as a blanket might not be the proper approach that looking at it as a basin specific thing would be a whole lot better situation. But like I said, I'm I'm one voice out of many, and we are a representative republic, you know. I got it. Darrell, uh, before you go, give us uh, one good quick spot for catching some fish in Grand Isle, given the conditions we got. A little north wind, good tide range today. Ooh, big tide range, which is kind of hurting us because it's keeping that water stirred up after a week of almost gale force winds. I'm going to think you're probably going to have to get that water a little bit of time to clear up. But if you need to try to find some clean water, head way up into that marsh and look for something that was protected from a lot of this wind. All right. How's the live bait situation on the island? Is it still available? Oh, God, yeah. We're we're having probably the best shrimp year there ever was. Those fish are kind of getting off of those croakers right now. I'm not saying you're not going to catch any on them, but they're not, they're not as heavy on them as they were. But shrimp, uh, they must be... I'm looking out my window right now. There must be at least 20, 30 trawl boats in the bay. That tells you how many, how much the shrimp are on it. Very good. I know you've been taking advantage of it and getting some nice shrimp. <laughs> my freezer for the first time in two years is full. <laughs> Very good. Darrell, what about your flounder recipe? Give me your best flounder recipe. Don, I'm kind of like you. I heard you say it earlier. Uh, I've tried all the fancy stuff. Filet that sucker and put a good fry on him. He's really good. Yes, indeed. Both bottom and top sides on it. <laughs> Daryl, thanks for the report. As always, somebody wants to get a hold of you, uh, they can connect with you through my website. Give them your website and telephone number. Uh, realscreamers.com or 225-937-6288. All right, my friend, go get them. Enjoy this good weather. See you all next week. All right, Daryl Carpenter, realscreamers.com. By the way, next week we're going to talk about a new website that was created uh, for fundraising to help achieve access to some of the areas that uh, 
have been eliminated from sportsmen. We'll tell you all about that coming up next week. All right, when we come back uh, for the second hour, we're going to get to more of your text messages. Still looking for flounder recipes. And also your preference, if we have to reduce the speckled trout limits or increase the minimum size, what would you like to see in Louisiana? 504-260-1870. That's our text line. Also going to talk about the opening day of hunting seasons. If you're a bow hunter for deer, Best weather conditions for open day I can remember in a while. Rabbit and squirrel also opens one half hour before sunrise. And we got some bad boys worked over some red snapper. Now they're getting worked over. We'll tell you their story on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 